Ours is in Sicily a tragic age, so we refuse to take it tragically. The cataclysm has happened. We are among the ruins. We start to build up new little habitats to have new little hopes. It is rather hard work. There is no, no smooth road into the future, but we go round, or scramble over the obstacles. We got to live, no matter how many skies have fallen. This was my life, Constant Tatley's prediction. The wall has brought the roof down over her head, and she had realized that one must live and learn. She married Clifford Tatley in 1970, when he was home for months on leave. They had a month honeymoon. Then he went back to Flanders to be shipped over to England again. Six months later, Mao lies in bed. Constance, his wife, was then 23 years old, and he was 29. His hold on life was marvelous. He didn't die, and the beds seemed to grow together again. For two years, he remained in the doctor's hands. Then he was pronounced cured, and could return to life again. With the lower half of his body from the hips down, paralyzed for hours. This was in 1920. They returned, Clifford and Constance, to his home, Rugby Hall, the family seat. His father had died. Clifford was now a baronet, Sir Clifford, and Constance was Lady Chatley. They came to start housekeeping, and married life in the rather solemn home. Of the Chatleys, and rather an great income. Clifford had a sister, but she had departed. Otherwise, there were no near relatives. The elder brother was dead in the war, grieved forever, knowing he could never have any children. Clifford came home. To the smoky Midlands, to keep the Tatley name alive, where he could. He was not really downcast. He could wheel himself about in a wheelchair, and he had a basket with a small motor attachment, so he could drive himself slowly round the garden. And into the light, McKinley Park, of which he was really so proud, though he pretended to be pleasant about it. Having suffered so much, 
the capacities of suffering and to some extent left him. He remained strange and bright and cheerful, almost one might say, turkey, with his ruddy, healthy-looky face, airing his pale blue, challenging bright eyes. His shoulders were broad and strong. His hands were very strong. He was expensively dressed, and wore handsome neckties from Bond Street. Years in his face was a watchful look, those light waxes of a creeper. He had so very nearly lost his life. That was remained was wonderfully precious to him. It was observed in the anxious brightness of his eyes. How proud he was! After a great shock of being alive, but he had been so much cursed that something inside him had perished. Some of his feelings had gone. There was a blank of existence.